Yo, what's up, Cluck listeners? Ted Cluck here, chiming in to tell you about a brand new product from our brand new line of Cluck Podcast swag. These are Cluck Podcast specialty socks. Own a piece of your favorite podcast. These high-performance athletic socks are perfect for football, boxing, any other athletic endeavor, or just relaxed podcast listening. These socks work as hard as the farm kid, Josh Loftus, yet are as soft and cuddly as Ted Cluck himself. These are just the beginning of the Cluck product line, boxing gloves, cleats, and apparel forthcoming. Check out the link in the show notes for Cluck Podcast Specialty Socks. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus Talk about the things that make them happy. Because we can. Let's do Luck, baby. It is good to see you. Uh, we're here doing radio. We're 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 newly newly acquired businessmen. Oh, you know. And dude, I feel I just you know, there's How's no feeling. Feel? There's no feeling. Yeah. Like the feeling of business. Rolling out of bed in the morning, knowing you're a businessman, knowing you're in the yeah. apparel business. Man, I'm uh, just like signing contracts left and right, dude. It's exciting, like, it's dude. Just back and forth. You yeah, know? we get, we got some exciting stuff in the hopper. Uh, I've got another meeting on Friday about about some more gear for us. But uh, Joshua yep. Loftus, we are as a podcast, we are in the apparel business. We're in the sock business. So mm-hmm. listen to that nice little promo that drops at the front of each episode. Go and check oh, those yeah. show notes and listen. You don't want to be the kind of parent. That's sending your kids to soccer practice and football practice and like normal, boring, like Nike socks or Under Armour socks. Be yeah. a good parent. Get them some Cluck Podcast officially licensed athletic socks, baby. These are the hardest working socks in radio. They're the farm kid of athletic mm-hmm. socks. They're the Joshua Loftus hardworking farm kid back in that truck, you like know, uh, with, with the precision that only a smug farm kid can do. Oh. I back that truck up everywhere, baby. Um, yeah, these socks are as soft and tender and cuddly as your as your co-host Ted Cluck himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you owe it to yourself to run to that little link, grab a little pair of those socks, and enjoy them. And look for more gear. Look for more apparel. This is the summer of gear. Um, mm-hmm. We're doing the it ourselves. We've we've taken over manufacturing, so we're we're handling yeah. all of it ourselves. It's a summer of gear. It's going to yeah. be spectacular. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Link in the description of this episode. Mm-hmm. Scroll down a little bit. Click that top link. Take yeah. you right to the page where you can get your custom limited edition Cluck Socks. And as right. Ted said, more merch on the way. Be ready for that. Ted, do you ever get out of the shower and just have an absolutely perfect hair day? Because that's yeah. where I'm at today. I can tell, dude, and I, I, I was actually going to say something. It was on my agenda. You're, you're working with like a mountain of hair there. It's holy uh, smokes, man! Look, yeah, like flowing locks. Now, what's your 
What's your like immediately out of the shower routine with it? What are you putting in there? What are you doing with it? So um, it depends on the day. Um, mm-hmm. Normally, though, right out of the shower, I'm just I'm just wrapping it up. Okay. So like well, like I'm yeah. putting it, you know, you know, I'm putting a little tie in there. I'm mm-hmm. just getting it. I'm I'm going full. Like it's just uh, like. It's just maintenance mode. Yeah, maintenance mode. That's all it is, yeah. right? I'm just, I'm just putting it up so I, so I don't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But today, man, I got out and I'm like, you know, man, I'm gonna let these dogs bark. Yeah, like I'm gonna let this, you know, you know, I'm gonna let these wings flap a little bit. Yeah, yeah, um, I can see that too. You know, because sometimes you just, you just have a good day. Yeah, that's you know? a so really I'm, good so, day. So, you know, I'm in the bathroom, you know, taking. Taking selfies for Instagram, you know, getting oh, my sure. yeah. getting my hair model yeah. uh, career, you know, started off the ground. Yeah, for sure. Oh, no, dude, sure. you know, I'm gonna be an influencer, Ted, uh, because of my hair. Wow, and you know, for any pastor, I mean, that should that should be the goal for sure. Oh, it know? really is, man. Um, I mean, what I mean, what what are we actually doing if not influencing people online? <laughs> that's right. You know, that's right. I can't think of I can't think of a higher calling. I know it. Be honest I know it. you do need to leverage that hair somehow, though, and we'll we'll give some careful thought to how that how that might happen. But if uh, I could make money off my hair, there you go. I mean, yeah. I'm not I'm not above that. Yeah. Do you ever that. in the summer now? We're we're entering like the dog days of summer. It's June seventh as we record yeah. this. It's hot. Do you ever like get tempted to cut it all off in the in the hot months, or do you just lash it up and go? I lash it, man. Yeah. I'm a big hair lasher. Yeah, really same, am. dude. Yep, yep, yep. Lash it up and move on, just mm-hmm. because I don't, I, you know, I don't got time to worry about it. Yeah, you don't um, want to cut it off. You let know. the hair grow. Let the beard grow. You know, I don't, I don't care what people say. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Dude, I was watching yeah. a boxing documentary last night, and uh, one of the talking heads on it was Tyson, like current nice. current iteration Mike Tyson. Okay, and um, he's got his his hair shaved. Like his head's totally shaved, and he's got this nice like white beard. He yeah, looks really good, good, dude. He's looking good these days. Yeah, he's looking really good these days. And I just thought to myself, like I'm a few moves down the chessboard from having to like shave my head. But when I do, man, I might let that that nice little white beard grow out a little bit more. And yeah, you um, should, dude. That'd be a solid look. Yeah, no, yeah. you absolutely should. I don't yeah. see why. I don't see why. Uh, there, there's no reason you wouldn't look good there. No. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate 100%. that. 100%. I appreciate 100%. that. Well, Ted, we've got some uh we've got some work to do today, man. Um I've got some some breaking news. I've got some wow. some some news articles that I want your opinion on. We've got to okay. ask coach Cluck. Wow, I love it. So, we got to get to work, yeah, okay? Let's do it. Um I've got I've got two pieces of news that came across my my um my desk, if okay. you will. Yeah. Um, the other day, you, you you might have already heard about these, but and if so, probably fine, not. But it, but I want I want your uh, I want your opinion on them. Yeah, let's do it. Um, the first one is this, and I want your opinion just on this as a story, mm-hmm. uh, and then I have a follow up question. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's no, it's no um, lie that you are a big fan of the show Cheers. Huge. Right? Huge fan, right? Yeah, right. Big fan of the show. Cheers. Everyone mm-hmm. on this podcast knows that you yep. you haven't you haven't lied about that. No, right. I never would. Um, the the classic Cheers bar. Yeah, that is. I'm assuming uh, center stage in every episode. Yeah, uh, just sold at a Dallas auction. Wow. All right, for six hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. <laughs> I love it, dude. 
I okay? love it. Yeah. So I want to know. I just want your I want your initial reaction to this. Yeah. And then the follow up question is: If you could have any piece of film memorabilia, wow, what would it be? Any piece at all? That's really fascinating. Let me let me chew on that for a little bit. But yeah. my reaction to the Cheers thing, yes, and six hundred seventy five thousand. I did see that news story. That okay. strikes me as completely appropriate. Like that number okay. is not inappropriate for what that. Sh- what that show was and what that what that set piece was to that show, right? Like yeah. in it quantifiably, it's just a beautiful bar. So mm-hmm. if you're putting that in a basement, if you're putting it in a rec room, if you're just making it a centerpiece of your house, like it's a it's a beautiful bar. And the 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 kind of cultural import that it has of being so central to that show, but being central to television at a time when television was very different. Right. So like you didn't have a billion options. You didn't have all the streaming. You didn't have show every show ever made. And and it was before prestige. Right. So there was an innocence to television that was a little bit different. And I think that Mm. show just it was a it was a relaxing place to be for a lot of people. And uh, dude, I'm not going to lie. I would love to have that bar in my house. Like if I had six hundred and seventy five K sitting around. Yeah. Hopefully, I would give a, a good bit of that to the church. Sure. Um, but sure. then uh, you better believe I'd be making a bid on on the Cheers bar, and I'd have yeah. to really rearrange my house. It occurs to me it'd be it'd be a little too big for the smoke room. Um, yeah, just from the picture here, it looks like a big bar. It is. Like, yeah, it's not small at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, sorry, yeah, okay. that was my phone ringing. It was my mom calling. Oh. She has this like innate like internal clock mm. where whenever I'm on a podcast. Yeah. Or in like the most important meeting of my life, that's when she calls. So I mean, she, you know, she just wants to be a part of it. You she know, does. one of these, yeah. one of these podcasts, you should just answer it. Just put her we'll, on. Yeah, put we'll her just, on. We'll just, we'll just, she'll be an instant guest. <laughs> that would yeah. be something. Yeah, that would be something. Wouldn't yeah. It? yeah, I think, I think <laughs> yeah. she would get a little flustered. I don't know how well that would go, but mm. uh, yeah, yeah. The cheer set, that. man, fascinating. What, what's your other piece of uh, of news for me? Okay, so reportedly, reports have come out uh, as of end of last month that a movie, uh, a a biopic, mm-hmm. is being made on one John Madden. Oh, sweet dude. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see if you think it's sweet after after the after the <laughs> after the tag here. Yeah. Uh, they have already. Uh, it looks like settled on an actor to play. John Madden. Okay. And this is what I want your reaction yeah. on. Yeah. Um said reported actor to play famous coach uh you know um sportscaster. Yeah. Will Farrell. Oh, that's fascinating. Um Will Farrell. Yeah, here's the thing, dude. I have I have right. lots of thoughts on this. I have lots of Farrell yes. thoughts and Madden and Madden thoughts. Yeah. Um Farrell's pretty good at impressions. Like yeah. he did, he did Harry Carey, who's my fam- my my favorite baseball broadcaster of all time. Yeah. Um, do you ever see the old SNL sketches like Space: The oh, Final yeah. Frontier? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah with yeah. him him playing Harry Carey, really yeah. great. I I really like Farrell's work. I'm a big fan of the other guys. We just watched the other guys. I love Step Brothers. Um, his serious stuff has been kind of good too in in more recent years. I don't hate it. Here's Here's the concern that I would have, like as a filmmaker approaching that kind of a story. Madden is so iconic 
Yeah. It, this is sort of like the decision not to put Michael Jordan's face in the movie air, right? Like yeah. you can't cast someone to sort of capture the particular kind of charm and charisma that Madden had. I think it's a really tough thing yeah. to get. I think it's fleeting. I'm really interested in this story, and I think it's a good story. It kind of fits in this cultural wheelhouse of making like 80s nostalgia pictures about about almost a product, you know, and, mm-hmm. and Madden was more of a product um, in terms of how he brought football to people, but then in terms of how he brought the video game to people. I'll just be really interested to see how they do it. I'll watch it. And people yeah. forget that Madden was a legendary football coach. You know, he was right. a great... Oakland Raider legend before mm-hmm. you know before he even made it into the booth and and became synonymous with the video game and everything else. So I, I wonder how much of the life they're going to tackle. And I think Josh, the other problem that you run into with these biopics is they try to take too large a chunk of the life. This was the problem with Ali, the Michael Mann Ali picture. It spanned like fifteen years. It was just too much. So right. I I almost right. hope with Madden they take like a real interesting kind of couple year run of, of his career and, and just talk about that. But we'll see. Yeah. According to um, uh, Deadline, mm-hmm. the movie, it's based on a blacklist script. It's it's expected to be based around Madden's post-coaching career is right. what it's supposed to be. So yeah. I don't know if that's going to be like kind of in between coaching and and commentating or yeah. beginning of commentating, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. But but it's supposed it does at least according to this, it's not going to focus, I guess, so much on him as a coach versus kind of his career afterward. Yeah, that makes um, sense, and that's what that's what the most people know him for. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. He he was one of these rare figures, though, just in terms of the pantheon of charisma or charismatic people. Where I think it's super rare, Josh, for somebody to have so much cred and respect in the football community and have the respect of players, right? Right. Which is a tough, hard world. But then for that person to be able to like make this pivot and be so charismatic and beloved by, you know, media people and just fans and people outside of the football community. I just think he had a real unique way with people and was a real charismatic communicator. I miss having him on the broadcast because he, to Mm -hmm. me, captured like, the tension between, yeah, football is violent, it's war without guns, it matters. Um, it matters to the people who are playing, but also it's whimsical and there's something fun about it. And I, I just yeah. think he captured that maybe better than any other broadcaster. So I'm I'm looking forward to the picture. How do you feel about the feral casting? Yeah, I mean, I think it's always interesting. I like I I have maintained always that I think the best dramatic actors are mm-hmm. comedic actors. Interesting. I think there's I think there's something about being able to get in touch with a character comedically or having that background that for yeah. some reason makes you a really good dramatic actor. Yeah. Um, um I think I think we see that with Bill Hader. Uh, yeah. I think we see that with Bill Burr. Yeah. Uh, and I th- I I think I think we see that with with uh with Will Ferrell. Like I think yeah. and and well and uh uh Jim Carrey's another one. Sure. Like like you think of all these guys that you think of that are primarily comedic actors, yeah. but then you see them in a dramatic role and they and they usually crush it. Yeah. Um so so I'm not I'm not worried about his ability to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm just worried like you know, it's kind of like what we were talking about with with Michael Jordan. You have mm-hmm. such an iconic character. Mm-hmm. 
I think the problem with this is that because of who John Madden is and the feelings that people have toward him and everything that goes with the John Madden package, yeah, it's almost set up to fail. Sure, like you, you know, like like I don't know if it's just it's so big. Yeah, you know, I don't know if if it's gonna if it's gonna be if they're gonna be able to pull off what what they want to pull off. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I hope they do, and and I've got to think. They'll have the cooperation of the NFL. It, it would be hard to make a Madden picture without NFL stadiums and logos. Yeah. And, and so that'll be interesting. The last time that happened was probably Jerry Maguire um, had the NFL's oh, really? cooperation. Yeah, there were, there were a number of football scenes in Jerry Maguire that were licensed scenes. So like things that were actually happening, that, yeah. like tape that they used of games. But then there were like recreated scenes of games and... You know, what the, about yeah? What not, about the one with Mark Wahlberg when, when when he plays for the Eagles? Yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah, what, um, what, what movie is that? Invincible. I like it. Invincible. It's a good movie. Invincible. Yeah, that's right. It's a good movie. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it'll it'll be fun to see the NFL in another movie, and and I feel like this happens every like decade and a half because it happened in '96. Sure. McGuire came out, and then mm. Invincible was probably like. I don't know, 2010 or something. And then, yeah, yeah now we're, we're about ready for one. It's been about 13 years. So uh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. That'll be yeah. fun. Speaking of sports movies, we, uh, my wife and I watched the air. Yeah. What'd you think? Um, I, uh, we liked it. Yeah. We I liked, liked it, it too. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think, I think my wife liked it more than I did. Mm-hmm. I didn't dislike it. I think yeah. it was, I think the movie was trying to be Moneyball. Yeah. It totally you, was. And, and you just really can't like, Moneyball is such a fantastic film. Yeah, like I like I I maintain that even if you're not a sports person at all, you yeah. can watch Moneyball and think it's a great movie. Hundred percent, and I know um, a lot of people for whom that applies. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. The only thing, the only thing, and this this prompted a conversation after the movie. I was like, I I I, I was telling Lauren, I said, you know, the only thing that frustrates me a little bit is that is how sanitized they made that deal yes and that they really made it all about like like you're gonna inspire people you're gonna like yeah. you're gonna be the next you know you know the the next muhammad ali you know all this stuff yeah and i'm like you know at the end of the day nike knew what they were doing and yeah. just played to the jordan family's ego yeah like that like that's really all they did they're like this yeah. family this family's got an ego, and this kid wants to totally is is going to be all about himself. Yeah. So we are just going to one hundred percent lean into that, and it worked. And yeah. like none of that was really described in the no. movie because at the end of the day, that's what happened. And 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 that was my conversation. It's like at the end of the day, they just knew this kid is has a massive head, and mm. we're just gonna we're gonna play into it, and it worked. <laughs> well, so there there's so much interesting in that to me, which is like. On one level, everybody in the picture in real life was like thirty percent more of a scumbag than they were in the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's and it's for sure. it's weird that they kind of like <laughs> they prestiged it with the language, so they gave it an R rating. Right. Oh, I know that so was another thing we talked about. Yeah, yeah. they're dro- they're <laughs> dropping f bombs all over the place, but really in the yeah. ways that mattered, they made it a PG movie. You know, like they they yeah. they, they sort of neutered the the character work of anything. Meaningful, and and I think that's where it fails, where Moneyball succeeded, right? Mm, Moneyball was like a deep, rich, character work kind of movie. Sorry, I'm having trouble with my cords under the computer here. There we go. Nope, you're right. Um, 
Yeah, Moneyball was just this rich character study. But what you what you just said is fascinating. And I think this happens all over the landscape of sports. Mm. Everybody lost their head to the to the ego side of it, right? Like yeah. even Jordan's yeah. parents were completely swept up in this like hurricane of ego and money. Like no one's thinking clearly in it, right? Right. And right. you you could look at the Jordan narrative and go it worked out, right? So, like, it worked out in the sense that, yeah, he's a billionaire many times over because of that Nike deal. And yep. in a way, it worked out, but in a way, it didn't. I mean, you know, there was all kinds of sin all over that whole narrative, and his dad died under mysterious circumstances. And, and you know, there, there's a telling of that story where um, it didn't work out, you know, right. and, 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 and where... There's a lot of unhappiness and despair shot through it. And that's not to say they should have pivoted into that. But but yeah, they give it a real Disney gloss, which I don't tend to like in sports pictures. Yeah. Yeah, I will say it did. It did accomplish. <laughs> it did accomplish. I'm pretty sure what the main goal of it was in mm-hmm. that I was I was looking at Air Jordans after the movie. Yeah. I, yeah, like like I, I was looking at at, at Nike shoes. <laughs> yeah, well, and it there would have been a way to tell the story where it would have been more a monument to creativity, and yeah. those were the parts I liked the most. I liked the parts in that basement where they were talking to the weird guy that like designed yes, the shoes and the weird guy that's really yeah. into the shoes. <laughs> I would have I would have done like more scenes down there probably if it had yeah. been up to me. But uh, yeah. but yeah, no, it's it was a fun movie, fun but not great. It's not a pantheon yeah. movie. You know. No, 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 absolutely. All right, Ted, we're going to get to our last part of our segment here. We have an Ask Coach Cluck. Love it. By a uh, listener reached out to us on Instagram okay. uh, with the name Patrick. No last name. Hey, I, I, I that's looked. all we it's need. Just, it's just Patrick. All we all have, right? all we need. That's all we need, mm-hmm. right? Patrick, you are all we need. Here's what he asks, Ted. He says, here's an idea for Ask Coach Cluck. He says, Ted wants to own a minor league baseball team. Wow. If you could start from scratch and pick everything, what city, what level, uh, you know, you know, single A, double A, things yeah. like that. Who's the major league affiliate? All right. He's, he, uh, he obviously knows we're Mariners guys. Yeah. Journey, uniform colors, uh, any gimmicky things, top menu items, concession stands, and whatever else comes to mind to build yeah. a, f- a minor league baseball franchise. I absolutely love Love this question. Dude, shout out Patrick for remembering this, right? So remembering that that's a deep and abiding dream that I've had for a long time. And it will be no surprise to him or to you that I've thought about some of this stuff, right? So I would say city-wise, I've got got two options. No, I'm just going to go with my current city because we have infrastructure here. We have the stadium Um, we had a Mariners affiliate here years ago when I first got to town, the Jackson generals were a Mariners affiliate. Then they, they switched to Arizona and then they folded, but yeah, so we've, we've got all the infrastructure here in town. So I would resurrect that. I would make us a Mariners affiliate. What would the name of the team be? What's the name of the town? Jackson, Tennessee. Jackson? Yeah. I mean, you can go, gosh, man. You could do like the Jackson Jacks. That yeah, would be pretty They used cool. to be called the Diamond Jacks. Oh, the Diamond um, Jacks? Oh, yeah. see, that's... Yeah. Diamond Jacks is solid. Yeah. I don't know, Jackson man. Jackson Jaguars. I mean, you could do something like that. Uh, you could do something like totally off, like like off the script. Like, yeah. 
I don't know, the Jackson paperweights. I don't know. Like something something absolutely, absolutely bizarre that makes Dude. people like like cause because um out here we're we're the Everett Aqua Sox. I've got a like, I've actually got an idea. Yeah. Um so adjacent to the stadium, the stadium's kind of out on the outskirts of town, and the stadium is adjacent to like the industrial corridor of Jackson. Okay. And one of the the largest factories that we have is a Pringles chip factory. Like, oh, there it is. I think all the Pringles that you eat come from Jackson, Tennessee. Yeah. And what if, what if we were called the Jackson Chips? Yeah, or the Jackson Prings. The Jackson yeah. Pringles just yeah. go full like corporate go corporate for, time, or or split it. The Jackson Prings. I think I think the Jackson yeah. Chips is kind of dope, dude. Yeah. Um, so let's go Jackson Chips. We'll be a Mariners okay. affiliate. I want to yep. go Double A because Double okay. A is where you get. You see all the elite prospects, right? And they're right. a little bit older. They're not right. like right, right out of high school. So you get to see the elite prospects, but it's not AAA. Like AAA, you got to be in like a big city. Um, so we'll go Double A. Uh, we'll go okay. Jackson Chips. We'll go Mariners affiliate. I've got a, and this is the, this is sort of the important part, right? Yeah. Two things. One. I'm going to dedicate one of the luxury boxes in the stadium. And I've actually looked into this here locally. Yeah. I'm making it a cigar lounge. Dude, so it's yes. It's open around the now. clock. It's well ventilated. On a nice <sighs> night, you can open the windows and just gaze right down onto the field and onto the action yeah. while you smoke your stoke. So it's going to be called the Stadium Club. It's going to be a cigar lounge. Uh, and it'll That's be open uh, at all the normal times, but it'll be open during game nights as well for fans to go in, buy a stoke. Um, kind of be in that nice low light oak paneling, well ventilated yeah. situation, but look down onto the field and watch the oh, game. Oh, so so it's a cigar lounge that's that's open throughout the week, but then yes. but then you reserve it for games. Yes, this is actually like oh, dude, what a baller idea! This is a thing that I want to do. Actually, I've sent emails about this here. Dude, locally. I am hundred percent in on this. Well, yeah, because I, I've I've Jackson, Tennessee lacks an elite cigar lounge. So this okay. is something I've wanted to open for some time. But as I've thought about real estate, I just thought, gosh, the the one the place that I want to sit and smoke a cigar is gazing out and you get this nice view of like the field, but then beyond the field you get like just some rolling agricultural land, you get the highway yeah. and it, it's it in a way it's nothing special, but in a way it's like a really relaxing view and I just thought that would be an elite place to smoke a stoke. Um, so we got the stadium club. Here's the other thing. And I want to hear you on this. You know how the minor league baseball experience, modern era, it's really kind of loud and kind of hokey. Like there's always music. There's always some dumb promotion going on. It's cacophonous, right? Like, sure. Um, I would go a fully analog throwback stadium experience. Okay. So the only music is an organ. Um, the only foods that are getting sold are like throwback foods, like popcorn and hot dogs and peanuts, you know, and beer and Cokes and like all that stuff. But it would be a, a totally throwback baseball experience so that when you're there, you're watching a baseball game. You're not watching like, I don't know, a guy in a costume, like stumble around the bases and you're not watching like a video screen and you're not, you know, hearing like 35 seconds of dumb pop music between batters and it's just a quiet analog immersive baseball experience yeah that would be my approach to the jackson chips the stadium club 
the organ, the baseball experience. Where are you at on it, dude? Yeah. So I am I'm with you on so much of that. The mm-hmm. I, I don't know how just the strictly analog would sell just in culture today, just mm-hmm. because people expect a certain level. I think mm-hmm. if you're if you're gonna I like the idea of going completely analog because that's yeah. what the Everett Aquasocks do out here. Is do they really big, dude? We have a we have a big score well, it's not completely analog, but yeah, we have yeah. a big scoreboard yeah. that when you know, when, when there's a hit, when there's, you know, strikeout, things like that, you got somebody behind that massive thing yeah. pulling down that that number, putting up the new number. Like, dude, that's it's, killer. It's, it, I love it, those it's old not digital, right? I love yeah. that. Yeah. So so that's really, really cool. And I do yeah. like that about about this stadium out here. Sure. Um, I like the idea. I like the idea of going. I like love the idea of the organ. Yeah. Like take take the pop music away. Take yes. take the soundtracks away. Have a dude up there. Yeah. It with the organ like an old right? guy. I've even got the organist right? picked out, dude. You want to go 100%. deep dive on this for a second? Yes. Yes. And mm-hmm. and 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 I will say this and then we'll we'll deep dive on the organ. Mm-hmm. Have the organist in the cigar lounge. Oh, I like that. I do smoking like that. a stoke. Yes, I do like Get, that. Getting tipped, getting free drinks, and he's yeah. up there jamming. I love it, dude. I absolutely All love right. that. So there's this old dude, um, and he's awesome. I love this guy. He's one of my favorite faculty members at Union. His name's Terry. He yeah. teaches piano and organ at Union, mm-hmm. and he's he's. Late career, so he's been there forever. Really nice yeah. guy, fun to talk to. A little bit of a different cat, dude. Just built a little different. Yeah, but he thinks my name is John. And <laughs> whenever I see him, like around we're now, campus, we're, we're now calling you John. <laughs> well, he gives me he gives me like a hearty like hi, John. You know, and yeah. like he greets me as John. And he's been doing this for eight years, and I've never corrected him because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> And so you just take it. <laughs> I, no, I take it, but I, I've, I've now I've coached people in my building to yeah. not correct him because right. I don't want him corrected. I want to see how long it can go. So right. for eight years he's been calling me John, and I love this. But I think I would get Terry to play the organ at my at my professional baseball stadium. That would be absolutely amazing. Be amazing. Yeah. yeah, I'd be a hundred percent in on that. Yeah. So my only my only my only pushback. Yeah. On your idea, and I want I, I want to hear you on this. Is yeah, is yeah. I in my opinion, if you're gonna go completely analog, you're gonna yeah. strip stuff down. We're going old school. Yeah. Then I think what you have to do then is have an elite food experience. I agree. All right. Yeah. So so I like the strip down except yeah. for the food. All right. All if right. you're gonna if you're gonna strip it down and it's mm-hmm. gonna be you know you know like none of the glitz none of the glamour yeah you got to get people in because you are selling some elite stuff that they can only yeah. get in your stadium. Oh, I like that, Josh. That's a good thought, dude. And it's it's convenient that I happen to know an elite chef who who I, might I mean, be the, uh, the the exclusive food provider of the Jackson chips. So that's right. Um, we can get that's the great right. KK involved. Yeah. Um, if you haven't checked out her, well, no, we can't ship. I was about to give her a promo, but she only know, delivers no, no, to the no, Jackson doesn't ship. Area, but so. but follow her, follow her on Instagram because she yeah. does put cool reels up, and it makes me hungry. Yeah, her Instagram handle yeah. is shavu seven three one. So give her a follow. Yeah. Uh, she does she does nice Instagram work, dude. I'm not gonna lie, like I she's working it. Yeah, she is, and she's got a nice little vibe, dude. It's it's all positive, just kind of delightful food stuff. Yep. So. Yeah. Um, check that out yeah. if you haven't. 
And so my question to you, Ted, then yeah. is, is you, you have to, because you know, it is part of Patrick's question here too. Yeah, yeah. What is one elite food item that you want in your park? I didn't realize that was part of his question. That's fascinating. One elite oh, yeah. food item. It's got to be something you can eat outside. It's got to yep. kind of go. It's kind of got to kind of cohere with baseball. I, dude, you know, you know what I would love to have, yeah. and this is appropriate because we're rewatching a show on Hulu called The Bear. Have you seen The Bear? Great food no, show. but you have told me about it. It's that chef's show, right? Yeah, it's elite, dude. It's about an Italian beef sandwich yeah, place in Chicago. It's on my list to watch. It's really good. It's such a good show, such good sh- storytelling. They're about to drop a second season, and we're watching the first season with Tristan because he yeah. had never seen it. I would love like an Italian beef sandwich that's elite. Um, when we go to Chicago, there's this, uh, it's a chain kind of in the Chicago area. Bona beef is what it's called. Mm. And man, they make the most incredible sandwiches, dips, um, to be able to like tuck into one of those in the ballpark. Yeah. I just think would be a nice experience, but it's, it's gotta be something contained like that. It's gotta be a sandwich. hundred percent. You know, 100%. Um, so it's gotta be something like that. It should probably be. I've got one for you. Yeah. Go ahead. A perfectly cooked shish kebab. Yeah. Okay. Like, like, like big chunks of like perfectly medium rare steak. Yeah. You get some peppers, some mushrooms in there, but 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 it's very it's very meat forward, dude. I I do love a good kebab. Yeah, dude. I make a mean kebab, dude. And and you I know what? You Not to get too Middle Eastern on the thing, but like KK makes the most amazing hummus. And dude, okay. I've had hummus around the world, Not to right? Get too Middle Eastern. <laughs> I've had hummus like in Israel, in Jerusalem, in the roofs. Yeah. yeah. And you know how you know how there's different tiers. We're getting way far afield here. There's different right. tiers of hummus. You've yeah. got like the bottom tier is like grocery store hummus. Yeah. And it's too it's runny, horrible. it's too lemony, it's bad. Yep. Then you've got like restaurant hummus, which yeah. can kind of be all over the place, but it's usually too lemony by half too. Right. And then there's like KK's hummus. Dude, it's elite, mm. it's fresh. It's the right mixture of like creamy and savory. It's unbelievable. So I'm thinking like a kebab on a nice bed of like basmati rice with a little side of KK's hummus. That would be a nice time at the stadium. There it is. You know, I think we've just created an elite dish. I think we have. And most people don't know this, but but I'm half uh, Lebanese. Wow, I did not know that. So no, I know you don't yeah, learn something wow, every day. Yeah. So the Middle Eastern in me is yeah. going to really want that kebab to be good. Yeah. Um, but dude, I love I love the idea of the kebab, like a nice Philly cheesesteak or oh, something like that. Yeah, dude. Dude, where it's just like toasted bun and every, like you, you got to do it right so people you know yeah. I'm coming to this ballpark and I'm going to have the best meal I'm going to have this week. Yes, that's right. Right. Yeah, that's right? huge. That's huge. Uh, last like last important thing that we didn't touch on yet, Ted. Mm-hmm uniforms yeah what are we doing i'm uh i'm requiring stirrups right oh so, look at you yeah dude i love stirrups that was like okay. a that that was germane to like the little league experience in the 80s like you knew you were like a tier one stud when you got those like stirrup socks to put with your little <laughs> little league baseball pants so <laughs> so we're going stirrups Okay. Um, and we're going real kind of vintage minimalist on the uniform. Like another I like thing this. I don't like about minor league is like how they wear the ridiculous. Like, hey, it's SpongeBob night, and and, and everybody yeah. has a, a 
like a SpongeBob jersey or like real dumb over the top stuff. Like to me, sure. respect the game. And we're going to respect yeah. the game by wearing a nice little minimalist uniform. It's going to look good. There might be like a home and away and one alternate. And yep. we're just yeah. rolling with those. You're not it's not a circus. You're a okay. craftsman, you're a professional baseball player. We're going to show some respect to the whole thing. Okay. That's my uniform aesthetic. And I'm thinking here's a, here's another thing that I want to hear you on. If we're a Mariners affiliate, some part of the uniform should be a nod to the Mariners. So, like, we should have Mariners colors. There should be something Mariners-esque about the uniform. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm, I'm leaning into that, dude. So maybe it's the color scheme. Maybe it's something else yeah, that, we, yeah, that we borrow from the Mariners aesthetic. But it's got to cohere. You know? No, I agree. I agree 100%. I was thinking, like, I would love a, like, powder blue top. Oh, yeah. I I'd love a, a whole powder blue, blue uni. Yeah, that, that I'm a big legit. powder blue guy with baseball. Where are you on? Because I think what would look completely amazing is if you had if you had a powder blue, powder blue, with like a white pinstripe down the pants. Ooh, that'd look nice. Yeah, you I'm know? not gonna say it wouldn't. Yeah, I'm not think, gonna say think, it wouldn't. I think powder blue might be where it's at. Mm-hmm. Well, Ted, the Jackson chips, man, I like this. I like yeah. this a lot. I think I think this is the dream. Yeah, and uh, this is I think our future. I love um, it. You yeah. know, you know, I think it's going to be amazing. We yeah, we sell enough socks, dude. We can buy, we can buy the Jackson chips and uh, bring this into reality. And hopefully, my smoke lounge will become a real thing at some point. Yeah. Okay, so that's the last question before we wrap up. Then, yeah, what's what's the name of the smoke lounge? Or did you already say that? Stadium Club. The Stadium Club. Oh, the Stadium dude. Club just sounds real, like vintage dude. and eighties, and kind of like prestige. Yeah, I love it. I love it. it. You yeah. gotta go. You gotta go with the vibe that that, that this lounge that just went up ten minutes from my house yeah. is going, dude. It's the it's the quiet. It's yeah. like the you know you got card Frank tables Sinatra in the yeah, back. Yeah, little Sinatra music. Yeah, dude, he's got he's got a grand piano in there for like <sighs> yeah, class, like dude, it is it is the vibe. That's the vibe I like right there, and that's the vibe yeah. that I would want for. I am just sure. I like I'm adding to a list when you finally one of these days. Make it out to Seattle. Yeah, which we gotta I've got to do, man. I've got a whole bunch of stuff to show you. I gotta yeah. take you to all the lounges. Yeah, I gotta take you to get some good pizza, some good, some good hot dog. Yeah, there's just yeah. there's a lot to do, Ted. There's a lot I gotta to make do. it out there, man. There's a lot to do, so much, but uh, yep. we'll we'll get it for sure. We'll make it happen. Yeah, we'll make it happen. All right, listeners. Well, we appreciate you sticking with us. We hope that this was fun. We talked a little Will Ferrell. We talked a little Cheers, Cheers Bar Table. And uh, we just created the Jackson Chips, which is going to be yeah. an amazing double-A uh, minor league baseball team. Get your socks, people. Help make yep. me a minor league baseball owner by first becoming a, <laughs> an apparel tycoon. Exactly. Uh, let's make that exactly. happen. Let's get those socks, and um, then we'll, we'll inevitably buy our minor league baseball team. That's right. That's right. That's right. Link in the description of this video. Click on that. Go get your socks. Uh, more merch on the way, man. We're, like, the ideas are just churning out. It's yeah. just churning out. They're flying out, out of me. They they're just flying out of tech. It's crazy. <laughs> like it's just multiple texts a day, phone yeah. calls. The creative meetings. energy. Yeah, he's yeah. got his massive '90s like like business suit that he's putting oh, yeah. on. It's yeah. you know the massive shoulders. Yeah, the yeah, wide shoulder pads. Lots of absolutely. fabric. Yeah, yeah. Lots of fabric, dude. It looks like he's wearing a carpet. Exactly. Right? It, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know what you can do. You can head on over to all the socials at Cluckcast. We made it the same for all of them. We did that for you. We thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode of Cluck later.